we all make mistakes. We all fuck up. We all are struggling in life in some way, shape, or form. We all want the best for ourselves. We are all trying our best with the hand we were dealt. In My Head with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag headwithjb. That's H-E-A-D. W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 19. Be easy with yourself. In my head. Hey, fam. <laughs> I am feeling episode 19, bitch. <laughs> I'm so, 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 so eternally grateful for each and every person that logs on, subscribes, listens, shares, just sends me love. Thank you so much, Jaybirds. You guys are making In My Head, the podcast, a phenomenal, phenomenal movement, and I appreciate you so very much. Last week's episode, um, Pain So Real, You Want to Die. Wow. That took a lot out of me. Um, It really did. Uh, (laughs) That Wednesday when the episode went live, first of all, normally the episodes go up at like 6 a.m. That one didn't go up until 9.30 in the morning because I was so afraid to just release it uh, into the universe. But I'm so grateful that I did. Um, I got so much feedback from people who felt the same way, who were struggling with the same feelings, but also people who said thank you for this episode because I was able to help a relative or help a friend or help them off the ledge because you gave me the words to say. And that in itself is the ultimate compliment to me, that we are doing our work, that you are finding these episodes helpful and resourceful. Um, We're doing our work. So shout out to my team. Shout out to G. Shout out to Venor. Shout out to my Jaybirds. 
um, that that are always on the ground, online, sharing it, retweeting it, posting it. Shout out to Lee Shell. Every goddamn Wednesday, Lee Shell posts. <laughs> and I've never met her, right? So I love y'all so much. Every Wednesday, she's like, fuck a Friday. Wednesdays are my day. <laughs> Wednesdays are head of a JV days. That's my shit. <laughs> So shout out to everyone who really, really appreciates um, this body of work. Thank you so much for staying with us on this journey. And if you're new, thank you. Welcome. You are now an official Jaybird. So um, thank you so much for tuning into In My Head. Now, we made the daily news again. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. Jared McAllister, who... Um, is a staunch supporter. I appreciate your encouragement. I appreciate your support. Um, episode 17 with Dr. Cindy was featured uh, in the New York Daily News, as well as Mr. McAllister listened to episode 18 and plugged episode 18. That was amazing. He was like, yo, September is uh, Suicide Awareness Month, and Jay had a, a whole episode on suicide. Y'all need to listen to it. So thank you so much, Mr. Jared McAllister. You are doing a great service in the Caribbean community here in New York with your column. And I appreciate all the love and support that you give us right here on In My Head. Now, I put out a poll uh, last week about, hey, uh, I'm not sure <laughs> what I'm going to record next Wednesday because <laughs> normally I have like three or four episodes in the bag but uh, we playing dangerous these days she's <laughs> laughing <laughs> we being real dangerous these days um, so I put out a poll and um, out of the four different uh, topics this one led the way and the topics I asked um, you know which one do you want me to do on Wednesday uh, the first one was ways to get over a breakup be easy with yourself the best revenge is your paper it's okay to air the family laundry and resoundingly be easy with yourself led the way ways to get over a breakup came in number two <laughs> yo <laughs> I'm so happy because I can't do ways to get over a breakup yet because I'm still trying to get over one. <laughs> but I can do be easy with yourself. So shout out to everyone that are always following me on Insta. If you are not following me yet on Instagram, what the hell are you doing, yo? I'm the liveest shit on Instagram. <laughs> it's real J Plus. That's R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. You can also go on jplus.com, my official website. All of my social plugs are there. In my head. So, self-criticism is not self-improvement. It's self-sabotage. And I think a lot of us, we kind of confuse the two. When you start picking yourself so much apart that you are left with nothing and looking at yourself like you're nothing, that is not, that is not self-improvement. <laughs> you're sabotaging all the work you already did to build yourself up, to not break yourself down. A lot of us do that. A lot of us are guilty of self-sabotaging under the guise of 
self-criticism. That's not healthy. Self-sabotage in itself paralyzes you from being as confident and as resilient and as compassionate as you should be to yourself. Ever found yourself scrolling through Instagram and seeing the highlight reels of other people's lives? Strangers' lives, you know, and then you start picking yourself apart? Like, damn! She's 25 with a PhD and a husband and a house and a baby on the way. What the fuck am I doing with my life? You ever did that to yourself? Oh, shit. They just bought a house and a car and and their business just hit a million dollars off of an idea that I had before. But I'm 50. (laughs) Still ain't married. Still renting, and I ain't got no kids. What the fuck is wrong with me? Ain't nothing wrong with you, boo. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ever found yourself looking at magazines of airbrushed faces and bodies and start judging your own skin, your own weight, your own shape, your own body off of airbrushed pictures? Airbrushed pictures. Have you seen what Kim Kardashian looks like without an airbrush? Have you seen what China's ass looks like without a motherfucking airbrush? And you worried about your cellulite, baby? Seriously. Them little stretch marks, those, those, girl, those are stripes of life. (laughs) There is a man who would kiss up on all them stretch marks and be like, baby, yes. Mm-hmm. I love your stretch. And I love that little fupa you got. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, I need a tummy tuck. I need to lose 10 pounds. I need to lose 20 pounds. If I lose this, then I'll be better. Stop it. Ever felt like you're not doing enough that you should be so much further in life? Talk to me, seriously. I, I feel that way sometimes. If he had only done this and done that and married him and married her and moved here and give up that and took that job or had that baby or not have that baby, hmm, let's be honest, your life would be so much different, so much better. Who told you that? (sighs) Fam, you are right where you are supposed to be. And I need you to be easy on yourself. I pick myself apart. Yep, I pick myself apart all the time. I have questioned myself and oftentimes beat up myself. Listen, external forces ain't want nothing to do with me. (laughs) They can't hurt me. People can't hurt me. The things they say about me can't hurt me. None of that shit can hurt me. But you see me talking to myself... Ain't no enemy want nothing to do with me because I will beat up myself so badly. And I have learned how to, and every day I am still learning how to not do that, right? Um, Learning how to not hurt myself by picking myself apart. I oftentimes have so much compassion for others and yet I find it so hard to have compassion from myself. I'm oftentimes so forgiving of others, yet find it so hard 
to forgive myself. Self-compassion means that you're treating yourself as you would a friend in times of failure and pain, but with more understanding and kindness because you deserve that. You deserve kindness and compassion and forgiveness. Why is it that we find it so hard to give ourselves the things we know we deserve, but we give it to other people? We're so easy on other people. They cheat on us like a hundred fucking times. You take them the fuck back and then you're beating up yourself. What's wrong with me? Ain't nothing wrong with you. You're not causing someone to treat you badly. We blame ourselves a lot of times for things that we really have no control over. Some things you do, but a lot of times you don't. You have to pick your battles, especially the ones with yourself. You know, I heard this great, everyone knows this quote, to err is human. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. We all are struggling in life in some way, shape, or form. We all want the best for ourselves. We are all trying our best with the hand we were dealt. But everyone makes mistakes. Yours is not greater than the other person's. How you deal with it determines everything in your life. In my head. I was speaking to my girlfriend um, yesterday, and she said she beats up herself a lot. We are all guilty of that. Um, some of us a little bit more than others, and this episode is to help you overcome that. And um, I was... I was just so disheartened when I heard her say that because I'm looking at her and I'm like, but why? You are beautiful to me. You are kind and you're so creative and so family oriented. And like, I'm seeing her as a superhero. How often do you not see yourself the way other people see you? Like, people look at me like, Jay, you're so amazing. You're such a force. And I'm looking at them like, are we looking at the same person? <laughs> and you know what? There's a part of me in me that really, really believes this, right? I do. Because this is a driving force that forces me to be my best self, to give you my best self, to give you my vulnerable self. So there's a part of me that really believes that I am great. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am a healer. And then there's this thing called imposter syndrome where there's a part of you that believes you don't deserve to be where you're at. You're not educated enough to be in the position that you have. You're not rich enough to get that kind of favor. You're not blessed enough to be in that room. Listen to me. If you are in the room, you were supposed to be in the room. Take a seat at the table like you were supposed to be there. A lot of people are suffering with imposter syndrome. And you would be amazed at who. There are people in high-profile CEO C-suite positions that feel like an imposter. They did all the work. They went to school. They went to undergrad and graduate school. They have degrees upon degrees and yet still feel like they're not accomplished enough. 
Like they don't belong in the room. And it's not it's not that you need to be arrogant like I deserve to be here. I mean, there's some pe- listen, there are some people who have all the confidence that shouldn't have the motherfucking confidence. <laughs> and the people who are rightly deserving of every great thing because they've worked for it, they earned it, they need to be there, they are there doubting themselves, lacking confidence, and the next motherfucker who can't even hold a light to you is more confident than you are. <laughs> we need to fix this shit. <laughs> We really need to fix this shit. I was doing some research and uh, I came across this 2016 Forbes article um, written by Emma Sapala, PhD. She is the science director of Stanford University's Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education and also the author of The Happiness Track. And in that article, Emma stated, Women in particular tend to be highly self-critical. They tend to blame themselves when they fail and attribute their successes to other people and circumstances. Men tend to do the opposite. They blame circumstances if they fail and attribute their wins to themselves. (laughs) This is one reason why women often fail to ask for promotions. I was like, wow, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some real shit? Talking to my friend again, and and I was like, okay, so why do you why do you feel this way? You know, like what makes you feel this way? And we were going through some. She didn't know that I was actually doing research for this episode. This <laughs> how I do my research, <laughs> but you know. These were the feelings that came up for her, not feeling accomplished enough. You know, her life not turning out the way she envisioned it to be. No, everyone seeming to be progressing in life while she feels stuck. Feeling like everything can be taken away in the blink of an eye, everything she's worked so hard for. So she tries not to relish in her successes because at any minute it could all vanish. She feels like a slave to her job because if she was to lose that job, she might actually lose a part of her identity. In the same article um, by Emma Sapala, she shared the benefits of how self-compassion can give you an extra edge. Um, Being compassionate to yourself, being easy on yourself, increases motivation and willpower. It brings you greater perspective and therefore better decision-making. It makes you more resilient. You more easily bounce back in the face of failure and learn from your mistakes. It makes you more emotionally intelligent and therefore improves your relationships. It lowers your stress levels and decreases feelings of overwhelm. It boosts your psychological well-being and decreases anxiety and depression and it even improves your health. Being kind to yourself improves your health. That's real. Because when you start picking yourself apart, that in itself is a form of stress. You are stressing yourself over what? Okay, you didn't get the job. 
there are so many other jobs. That job can't make you. And what happened if you what what would happen if you lose the job? Would you not find another one? Okay, he walked out. Bitch, there are like seven million niggas out here. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know it hurts. I know it hurts. And I know it's really easy for you to like, what did I do wrong? If I did this and he would have stayed. If I did that, then she would have been here. Then she would not have left me if I had provided this or didn't listen. Focus on the things you can control, starting with your emotions. You cannot control other people and the way they think and the way they act, but you can control your own emotions and your own actions, starting with how you treat yourself. In my head. Applying self-compassion can take a lot of practice, especially if you were raised in an environment that would always put you down. You know, just like your father, you would never be good enough. He's a fucking slut. Oh, there are people that grew up in households that heard their parents say shit to them, and now, as an adult, they pick themselves apart because they don't feel worthy enough. Are you one of those people? Listen, you can change your past, but you can change the trajectory of your future by what you do today. You are responsible for your own healing. You're not responsible for what your daddy did and what your mommy did and what your auntie did and what they did. But you're responsible right now for your own healing and how you treat yourself. I said before in a previous episode, it's okay to be selfish, Right? You are here taking care of everybody and treating everybody well, and you're not even treating yourself good? You leaving yourself last? Are you out of your fucking mind? Hell no. Applying self-compassion really can take a lot of practice. But here are some things I want you to do to counter those negative, self-sabotaging thoughts and feelings. Number one, breathe. I say it all the time. I say it all the time. Breathing changes the chemical reaction in your body. I always say that, right? Just take a few seconds of deep breathing and see how calm you become. Deep breathing brings a a sense of calmness and clarity and even helps you eliminate anxiety. Breathing. Something so very simple is so very powerful. Breathing is an essential part of your overall health and your mental health. Just just take a deep breath, babe. Do that over and over. Seriously, breathe, baby. Just take a deep breath. In the midst of everything, when you start feeling anxious and you start feeling you're really beating yourself up, stop. Take a deep breath. Clear your mind. You're doing too much. Number two, prayer. 
Start your day off with thanks and gratitude and make prayer an essential part of your life. Even atheists got to give thanks sometimes. Like, seriously. <laughs> they got to be grateful for seeing yet another day. Prayer is a solid form of thanksgiving and allows you to remember that there is a higher power in control. Let go and let God. Number three. Speak to yourself. <laughs> Didn't I mention this in the other episode about the 12 ways I manage um, my mental health, my depression, that I talk to myself? Yeah. Speak to yourself the same way you speak down to yourself about what you haven't done and what you ain't got and what you wish you could do and should never have done. And if only it's the same reason why you need to counter those negative speeches you give to yourself with positive words of affirmation. I am doing the best I can. I am proud of myself and all I have accomplished. I'm a good person making my mark in this world. I am loved and needed. I am a gift. I'm a gift to the people in my life. I am talented and creative and ideas flow through me. I am healthy and grateful for my functioning limbs and organs and blood cells and every part of my molecular makeup. I am grateful. Saying these things, countering those negative thoughts with positive words of affirmation really, really does positive work on your psyche. Doing it daily becomes a habit. Breaking the habit of breaking down yourself to now building up yourself, you will see a dramatic change in how you respond to things, how you respond to people, how you respond to yourself. <sighs> I know it's easy to be overwhelmed when you are the go-to person for everything, but that in itself is a gift. You just have to change the way you look at it, right? I am the person people turn to for help. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am the person that keeps my family together. That sounds a whole lot better than they always come into me for everything. You're a gift. Number four, take a social media break. Seriously, not a day, maybe even a couple of days, maybe a week. Fuck, take a month, yo. You are spending way too much time. Okay, we are spending. <laughs> we are spending way too much time on social media and not aware of how those images really play into our subconsciousness. Take a break from Instagram from all those images and all those highlight reels and all the the facade. Take a break from Instagram and Facebook and go spend some time with yourself. Go read a book. When was the last time you read a book? <laughs> go, <laughs> go read a book. <laughs> Call a friend. Go on a solo date. Go to the movies with yourself. Go have lunch by yourself. Take a trip. Just do something. And don't post it on social media either. Do some things that only you alone know about. Right? Social media has its benefits, but too much of it 
can really have you doubting your entire life and questioning if you're doing enough. Stop it. Number five, get new friends. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Spend time with people who inspire you, encourage you, uplift you, and not beat you down and make you feel like shit. Surrounding yourself with positive energy will have a positive effect on your psyche. Instead of you feeling like you're in competition or alone, you will be supported by individuals who want the best for you and have your back, even when you don't have your own back. Choose your friends wisely. Number six, keep a gratitude book. So um, I think I've written this in my blog before that I have a blessing book um, that I write down all the positive things that happened on a particular day or week. Um, and I write it down. If someone bought me coffee, if someone, you know, helped me skip the line, if um, I got a check in the mail, God damn, don't we love checks in the mail? <laughs> if someone sent me a gift or if I did something, if I accomplished something, if I got featured somewhere, I write all these things down. And when I'm feeling low, I open it up and I read how really blessed I am. Because oftentimes we forget, especially at the end of the year, if you're keeping a blessing book or a book of gratitude for the year, and normally for a lot of people at the end of the year, they beat themselves up, oh, I didn't do this that I said I was going to do in 2019, I didn't accomplish this, I didn't accomplish that. If you go back through your gratitude book, you will see, God damn, wow, I forgot that this happened. I forgot that I, I accomplished this. Oh, wow, I did this and I wasn't even planning on doing this. Yeah, take stock of your life. Keep a gratitude book because oftentimes you really forget. And whether it's something you accomplished or something someone did for you, it's all part of the list that you should be grateful for. You are the best you can be, babe. Please take it easier on yourself. Everything is happening in its right and perfect timing for you. Number seven, let it go. Put it down. You can't keep carrying this weight that you really should not be carrying in the first place. You can only control the things you can control. The other things that you have no control over, let it go. Include the serenity prayer into your daily life. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. In attention to the people you have around you. Maybe you're not really depressed. Maybe you're just stuck in a depressed environment around depressed motherfuckers. How about that? There are some people who prefer you when you're down or beneath them. Are you around people like that? There are actually those who prefer you when you're struggling and you're suffering and you're doubting yourself and you're doubting your greatness. Because they see it and they don't want you to walk into the light of how great you are because you're going to be a force and you probably might leave them behind. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
they're those people that really love seeing you in that position. And if you decide to no longer be in that state of financial or mental poverty, it upsets them that you are making moves and doing something for yourself. Your drive and your determination provokes their insecurities and stirs up the demons that they battle with daily. You have to change your mental pathology. You have to renew your mind on a daily basis. And only then you will start feeling better. Life and easy. It is not easy. But I'm doing my part, and the universe is working on my behalf. Right? That's when things become easier. Having an attitude of gratitude, knowing that you can only control the things that you can control, and letting go of things you can't, and acknowledging that I'm doing the best I can, and God helps those who help themselves. That's just my belief. Your belief might be different, but I would prefer that you speak life into yourself than death. I think that's a universal thing we could all agree on, whether you believe in God or not. You have the power to change your entire life by the things you say to yourself, not what someone else says to you. The things you say to yourself and that you believe of yourself. In my head. People torment themselves by how they see their life. They've told themselves a story as if it were the truth when it is really a perspective truth. And sometimes you've narrated a story that you beat yourself to death with. Challenge your own story. Change the way you talk to yourself about who you are and what happened to you and what you're going to do in your life. You, you wrote the script. Change the story. In my it's really easy to beat yourself up because you didn't reach a quota, didn't fulfill a dream, didn't accomplish a goal, didn't make a better decision, didn't heed advice, didn't choose better, didn't give enough, didn't love hard enough, didn't try hard enough, didn't, 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 didn't fill in the blank. It's also really easy in those low moments of regret and hurt and even shame to forget all the things you did do right. A new practice I have developed is saying aloud all the things I have successfully done that brought me joy. Every time negative thoughts consume my mind, I big up myself instead of beating up myself, right? And so you should do that. Big up yourself. <laughs> Try doing that. And instead of beating up yourself, big up yourself. Say, you know what? I did that. I really did that. I did beat all those applicants and was accepted for that job. I did challenge myself and went back to school. I did overcome my fear by doing it on my own. I did get out of my comfort zone by changing states. I did take that leap of faith and had that baby alone. I did believe in myself and started my own business. I did stick to my goals and saved my money. I did open my heart again to love wholeheartedly. I, I did pick myself up after falling on my face a thousand times. <laughs> I did overcome my past hurt to trust again. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did what others wish they could. I have what others prayed for. I am able when others can't. I am grateful. I did it. You are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for, boo. You're going to be all right. <laughs> You're going to be all right. Please be easy on yourself.
so what's playing in my head? <laughs> Listen, I'm tired of y'all crying. I'm sure you probably cried this one too. I can't help it. <laughs> but here's what's playing in my head. Shout out to Lizzo. I absolutely love Lizzo. Lizzo is the shit amazeballs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say I'm not the is bitch you lied. <laughs> Shout out to Lizzo and that hit single Juice. I absolutely love it. Like anytime I'm feeling down, Lizzo, I put that shit on and she gives me all the confidence I need. Do you see how confident she is? And even in the midst of that, she also suffers with depression. And if you follow Lizzo on her Instagram account, you know, she broke the mold on what looks like a uh, you know, mainstream pop artist, right? She broke that mold, but even within her own self, she also feels, suffers with imposter syndrome because she doesn't look like a Beyonce. No, we don't need you to look like a Beyonce. We need you to look like Lizzo. We love you just the way you are. And I need you to be who you are. Someone loves you just the way you are. Stop beating yourself up. So what's playing in my head? Juice by Lizzo. So how do you plan on being easier on yourself? I want to know. I want to know. Tell me. Use the official hashtag, HeadWithJB, and share your thoughts with us on social media. How do you plan on being easier on yourself? Hashtag HeadWithJB. Join the conversation. If you have a question that you would like me to answer right here on In My Head, send me an email at info at jblessed, I-N-F-O at J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D dot com and put head with JV in the title and I'll read your question right here on air and uh, give you my response. Don't forget, email info at jblessed.com. All right, fam. So mm, September is about to be over. Um, October is around the corner. Shout out to all the Virgos. But ah, Libra season's head, bitch. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Shout out to everyone who um, is getting ready to celebrate a birthday in October. Like your girl. Ooh, 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 ooh. Can't wait. I'm accepting gifts. Yes, bitch. <laughs> But what you can do is donate to this podcast. It is a labor of love, but it's also a very expensive one. So shout out to everyone that has sent us donations. I see it. I receive it. Thank you so very much. If you want to donate, there's a link in the summary of this show. Once again, guys, I thank you so very much. Next month, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I have some amazing episodes coming up that you do not want to miss it's your girl jay blessed thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of in my head in my head bitch i'm in my head